so once again tuning in to Fruit Bands in a Pod, and for episode 116 we have a very special presentation of us drinking beer and talking about wrestling. <laughs> I did it at the beginning, but with my hands. But I, I appreciate us playing the enjoy. I try. Uh, but we've got some wrestling news this week. We're going to be running through Raw, NXT, and AEW this week. Of course, we can't talk about SmackDown because it is happening as we speak. But before we get into all of that, ladies, you know my first question always and forever will be, what are we drinking this evening? Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, I am here. <laughs> I'm back in Adam. <coughs> I'm the queen. And I am drinking a Lyman Kugel's Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. It's all right. Uh, it's all it's right. It's all right. It's, it's a porter. And you know what I mean. It's, it's all right. It's a beer. Okay. Doing all right. We're doing all right. All right. Okay. All right. 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 Um, uh. <laughs> Hi. I'm just drinking water. <laughs> it's been a while. You were trying to like play that up, and you're like, I'm uh, water. Yeah. Is it really I'm water? just. Or is it vodka and a water bottle? Oh no, it's who is this high school? I. It's been a long day, and I have to get up early tomorrow. Do so yes. Gotta put the sleeves on the shelf for tonight. Yeah, yeah. Hit the pause button on the sleeves. Pause the sleeves, please. <laughs> sleeves, please. And it's me, the carny Katie, the killer cult, the coolest cat, always sitting at the goddamn table. And shall I remind you, you're current three fans and club champion. Because I won trivia. Barely. I still won. But yeah, <laughs> whatever. Still won. It's proud. <laughs> and I am here for that Red Rose Mania. The Royal Rumble's coming up, so we gotta put in some overtime. Because we're getting ready to hit full steam. Toot toot. So I'm going to drink course, and I'm going to do a shot of Johnny Walker's Black Label, because I like to punish myself. Where'd you get that tiny bottle? I think this was actually uh, one of Deb Dashwood's Christmas presents. Like, yes. given to him? Okay. Please. Ah. Alright. Woohoo! Now that we got that out of the way. Uh, so we got some wrestling news this week. Um, you guys want the... The sad or the bad? <laughs> we'll get the sad out of the way first. Sad, bad. Sad. Uh, had a couple of uh, legendary, not legendary deaths, deaths of legends, if you will. <laughs> legendary deaths. It just seemed like they got, like, in a fight with a lion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't quite cut it until high school that Bruce Lee died in a cave fighting a bear. I wish he still did. You know, that way I could take you to parties and be like, ask her. <laughs> Ask it. Do it for me. That I must have been a really did. weird like thing like, to watch. I was like, finally gonna explain this to you because I always was like, why was he in a cave fighting, fighting a bear? bear. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wait, I'll wait. You're I like, honestly, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think I thought to myself like he had beaten everybody, including Chuck Norris. So we can't go fight a fucking bear. <laughs> bear, this bear don't play by your rules, man. Like, you can be as fast as lightning, you can get one swept in that pot and you're fucked. <laughs> your Swiss cheese, it doesn't matter. Uh, life lesson here, fanatics. Do not believe everything your uncle tells you. <laughs> That's great, though. Yeah, That's when amazing. I found out that he died because he just took a bunch of sleeping pills and never woke up, I was like, what? It's not nearly. Like, when did that actual E True Hollywood story ended? I was like, what the fuck? Because I thought it was going to keep going and eventually we would get to the bear and it just 
Indeed. Like, is it a metaphor for a bear? <laughs> Can't cite the bear. Uh, my life. And I've said that to people, like in high school, being like, yeah, well, you know, Bruce Lee died and came fighting a bear, and I never realized that they would kind of be like, what? I hope they went on to tell other people that that's what happened. And now there's a couple people, there's a handful of people in the world that truly believe all because King Covid believed. Uncle Timmy was the reason. It's kind of like Santa. (laughs) I think you just started me. Um, But a couple of deaths. La Parker died. Parker. Parker. La Parker. La Parker. Um, I believe his was uh, lung and kidney failure. Mm-hmm. And then also Rocky Johnson, a.k.a. Dwayne the Rock Johnson's father, uh, died as well. Um, from what I'm seeing, that was posted just an hour ago. Uh, says that he had a blood clot that traveled from his leg to his lung. Which he was 82, is that right? Am I wrong? I think it was definitely in the, eight, in, in the 80s. Um, actually, uh, at 75. 75. Sorry, I don't know where I got 82 from. That's super sad, though. That is really sad. And then, um, The Rock ended up posting a really long emotional thing, obviously, about it, and sending good vibes Mm -hmm. out to both sets of families and fans. It's a, it's a hard thing to go through. Of course, so that was the sad, so... That was decent. Skipping right Mm -hmm. along to the bad... (laughs) Um, so a couple of different layers to this story. So, I believe it was this past weekend, um, Impact had their, uh, I think it's Hard to Kill pay-per-view, and Tessa Blanchard fought Sammy Callahan Mm -hmm. for the the big men's belt, if you will, their version. Yeah. They're heavy witchy. The big men's belt. (laughs) Big men. That's all right. The big adult men. The biggins. The biggins (laughs) belt. The biggins. But you don't have to be a biggin. Who's that store men of measure? The men of measure belts. But, um, so she fought him, you know, because, you know, WWE would never do something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so she fights him, but, like, I think the day before the match happened, it came out, and I believe it was Allison Kay, who, uh, had worked, uh, with Tessa before in New Japan. I think that's how it went, don't quote me on that. But, um, (laughs) Tessa Blanchard ended up putting out a, a tweet that said something like, uh, women need to help women up and we shouldn't be criticizing or pulling each other. And basically that was the gist of it. Yeah. And then this, uh, Allison Kay responded and basically was like, you are the biggest bully in the industry yeah. and accused her of using a racial slur against La Rosa in New Japan. They said that she spat in her face and called her the N word. Oh, so then a bunch of other female wrestlers also came out to basically confirm these stories. Um, Isla Dawn, who was in, I think, the second May Young Classic, and she's in NXT UK, came out and said that you have personally bullied me. Um, La Rosa eventually ends up, um, you know, confirming the story as well. Like, yes, this did happen. But so she's, she's been accused of some really bad things, obviously. And then the next night at uh, Hard to Kill, she ends up winning the belt from Sammy Callahan. Which is both really great and really sad at the same time, because she's a fantastic wrestler, but it's one of those things kind of like, I'm going to say like Michael Jackson or Kevin Spacey, because that's really bad. <laughs> but Whereas they're so good at what they do, but then they do something like this, it would kind of mm-hmm. like 
soils everything about them. It's soiled. Uh, it's like I was talking about the other day with the Louis C.K. thing. Like he's I gonna. I think his was that bad. I would no. argue against. Well, yeah. His like blacklisting. All right. Could have left that room. I don't think he would have stopped you. I, I mean, I would have finished. I've got a lot of that story. I have a lot of questions. That's all right. I want to say. I just have questions about <laughs> what was going. And on. I've said it on here before. And I'll say it again. But I honestly, and I'm not trying to make light of how these women felt about it, really, but just saying how I would have felt, like pretty honored to have somebody like Louis C.K. jerk off in front of me. I don't know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. Probably an unpopular opinion, but it's fine. And well, I own it. And I, and I own it. And I will go see him on March 9th at That's the Knoxville funny. Civic Auditorium. And I'm very, very tempted to do how much are we will talk about this. tickets are like 40 bucks. No, not bad at all. They've definitely gone down well, for reasons. That's well, upsetting for him. Good. Fucking right, like it's I, the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I love Lucy Kaylee's show and everything. Like, I just want to know like, kind of like know, what led up to that. Like, I feel like he, do you really think he just like all of a sudden just like whipped his penis out? I was like, I guess he mm-hmm. maybe he's kind of awkward. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you would think I think he'd like, try to be kind of like. If I remember correctly, which I may not. If I remember correctly, which I may not, but he, I mean, he. It's not like he just. Did it spontaneously? Like I think he said something about it. Like he or asked would be good or well, something. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> so, and that's when you don't want it. I'd be like, like me, I think you cool. Should. If you didn't want it, you know, you'd be like, no. Cool. If you did, you'd be like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but back to Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. She actually just released a statement, I believe today, um, on Twitter, of course, because how people release statements these days, and basically. Word for word, she said, over the last week, I have been accused of calling a fellow wrestler a racial slur. Racial slur. To read this allegation has been personally upsetting. To be clear, I absolutely did not use that word. That word is not my vocabulary. That word is not my heart. Racism is not in my heart. Yet I know many people have to deal with racism, racism in a way I will never have to. Racism. Can't say racism. <laughs> racism is an awful part of American history, and it is equally awful that it's still part of our society today. While I did not do what was claimed, I stand ready to use my platform to support the fight against racism, however I can. So she is denying all, all allegations again. Yeah. Uh, uh, which I mean, if she I would didn't honestly, say it, then good for her. I honestly like, just I think at this point, if it was just. He said, she said, me or she, she like said. Either way, but you have, like, her versus, like, there's a good, like, a good chunk people, of people. Like, like, that that people like, yeah. No. That, that, and it's not even just that, but it's just in general that you're fucking a shitty person, like. Yeah. And also, she was in the first man classic, I believe, but, and this is dirt sheets, like, WWE isn't shit about this, right. but there's, like, rumors going around that that's why she didn't get signed with WWE was because of her attitude and, like, her, how she treated other people. Well, and then this is coming on the heels of her allegedly uh, someone paying her to record audio of her taking a shit. Did you guys hear about that? I did not. I did yeah. not. Wait. So, so wait, somebody was paying paying her to give them an audio recording of her taking, taking a, a shit. shit. And allegedly, clip. allegedly, it was like a six minute audio <laughs> clip. And there was somebody who on Twitter was just like, uh, I'm not gonna lie, like I listened to all five minutes and fifty nine seconds. It was five minutes and fifty nine second audio recording of her taking shit. And they were like and, and whoever it was on Twitter who said that um 
tweeted, I think tweeted back at one of our followers, um, uh, Scotty. Ah. Um, and said, no joke, like, I, I did listen to all five minutes and 59 seconds, and it was some of the most hilarious shit that I've ever heard. So I didn't, like, seek out the audio clip. I thought about it. I just actually, honestly, I didn't have time. I was actually going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Actually kind just of to see. Like, yeah. So, but, so I don't know if that's, like, a thing. Right so you just hold up tight. We can keep going, but I'm going to yeah. keep going. Yeah. 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 We'll circle back around. Oh, I'm just saying so, that if it's not like Harold and Kumar go to White Castle where the two battleships. Battleships. Some of my battleships. shit. Some my battleships. Oh my god, oh, I, I don't understand. Uh, we will obviously keep you updated on the story. I'm kind of <laughs> curious to see where it goes with Tessa Blanchard, because like, you just won that belt, and I feel like they'd already booked it, and I'm, oh no, I can't believe you found it. It was, so easy. it was like the first thing, it just says Tessa Blanchard audio, and the first thing is YouTube, and it's like alleged audio of Tessa Blanchard taking A. Shit, I'm assuming. Let's just uh, listen. A? I'm not listening to the whole five minutes, but I'm interested in the... What's going on, YouTube? You already know what we're gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be like your asshole talks like a man. It's black, like it don't. And yeah, there's nothing on the video. Audio Tessa Blanchard this is Deku two times on YouTube. So oh, De- yeah, Deku, Deku. Oh yeah, Deku, Deku from My Hero Academia. Like it's pretty fucking disgusting. So I'm going to let y'all listen to the audio. Be sure to like this. Be sure to run those numbers up. All also, my social media things are in the description. The video. Thanks for introing the video of someone taking a duke. I mean, the audio of someone taking a duke. Nasty footage or audio. I don't want to see it. Exactly. Oh, shit. Here we go again. So before this, Deku, Deku two times, a number two times with a Z. Z, or Z, I can't do that. And that's the first one that pops up, and it's alleged audio of Tessa Blanchard taking a poo symbol. <laughs> taking a poo. Uh, 635, but I only think that's because it was talking at the beginning. So yeah, it's all yeah. six minute shit. That uh, is odd. And I know that's a thing for people, but. I'm pretty open-minded. So, uh, you do you, and as long as you're not murdering or raping, like, whatever. But I really don't understand the poop thing. No, and... The and pee. The poop or the pee. Yeah. Very and, like, deeply distressed. Yeah, yeah, she's like, oh, I'm taking her shit <laughs> She's soiled, guys. She's <laughs> soiled. Even more soiled now. Yeah, really it's soiled. a whole new angle <laughs> to test the point. Blanchard potentially being a shitty person. I call her, like, soiled Blanchard. <laughs> that is... Oh, Mess up, Blanchard. <laughs> like, just... Oh. Uh, uh, and she was... Like, and that was her. And to be honest, you could not be, you know, technology the way Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> and that was her. Like, it was 
so like not even just like it's so pretty. She's like, not famous oh. enough for somebody to think of being her. Right, you're right. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like I don't, I couldn't do that when I was shitting. Like being like, oh. Like, what is this dirty talk while you're shitting? Right, like, like I'm um, like, mother of God, it's coming out of me. Exercise my butt. This is a lot of screaming and I sweating. Just don't understand. <laughs> what body sweats. You guys have some intense shits. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, right. But that's... I don't... Although my digestive system is on track. Like, I poop every morning. On the dot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit's worked itself out. I know what I'm gonna poop. The shit's a machine. I mean, literally. Shit. Machine. Oh, that derailed in the most interesting of ways. And somehow still was happening. Yeah. Yeah, we 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 didn't meet last week, so I can bring that up, but... Um, yeah, so I wasn't gonna let that slide, especially with other <laughs> with other Tesla Blanchard news. No, so. Slide out like yeah. So we'll keep a finger on the pulse of Tesla Blanchard <laughs> in wrestling news, because Jesus, if you have a lot going on, <laughs> what will it be next? Week? I am just flabbergasted. I can understand the sex tape. I can understand flabbergasted. I can understand almost anything else besides audio of you pooping, pooping for a person sexually. With a sexual connotation to it. How like, much, like, did she do it for? Like, was she it poop on command? I was it for the love now. of the game, or was it actually for money? Uh, uh, I have questions. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna see if I can find the price on that. <laughs> we will keep it posted, though. Uh, so, I guess we'll start off with Raw this week. Let's stick it in Raw Dog, I suppose. So Raw was Raw. Also, uh, me and Deb Dastardly are going to go see a WWE house show tomorrow night at 7.30. Nice. Tier 2. I'm going to the aquarium. Kind of what I was going to the aquarium. But uh, one more thing is that Mr. Business's lady friend's son is coming with us, and he's a big Roman Reigns fan. Nice. And I'm super excited for him to watch wrestling live for the first time. That'd be exciting. It's honestly the only reason why I'm excited to go. Although also, I mean, so. But his reaction will make it even more so. Right. It'll make you more excited. It'll to make see me more excited just to see your yeah. friend because he's gonna be like, "Oh my god!" Oh, his little face. It's gonna be super cute. He's a cute kid. He's a cute kid. But uh, so he'll get an update on that next week. And also next week, I do believe, is Royal Rumble predictions. Royal Real Drive. But, uh, so, Rumble this week, um, we had the show do a thing. What? <laughs> we uh, had so basically, Randy Orton comes out, gets a promo, gets interrupted by AJ Styles, and then they both get interrupted by Drew McIntyre. Interrupted. That should be the name of the show. Interrupted. <laughs> And then they have a match, and then Drew McIntyre wins. And I literally have nothing else to say. Uh, and then Ricochet beats Mojo Raleigh because Mojo Jojo. I don't know why anyone else would be like. And what, what, why would you not be? Doing? I don't like Mojo, but like poor Mojo. Poor Mojo Jojo. You you show up like at least Mojo Jojo was the main villain for. The Powerpuff Girls. He always got beat, too. He always but he always got, got beat, beat but he showed up every week. No, he showed Maybe up. Not every week, but, like, 
He was the, he was their arch nemesis. Whereas this guy shows even... up like once in a blue moon, and you're like, you're a thing, aren't you? Yeah. Disappointing. Just <laughs> he is. Uh, Charlotte Flair ends up beating Sarah Logan. I don't know. I'm surprised there. I did see something where Sarah Logan, I think, posted something on probably Twitter, but like she was like, "Don't wrestle." She was like, "Not quite like that," but she was just like, "Meh." Huh? Go be a <laughs> go be a Viking. She probably loves it. Yeah, she doesn't quite the Viking Valkyrie build, but I don't know how you go about that. Hmm? Well, yeah, obviously. Can you can't get paid to do it. Yeah, you can't get paid. And then probably the most applauded point of the night is uh, Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman come out and uh, they do their thing. Mm-hmm. And then Our Truth comes out. And my God, and can we just say I love Our Truth? He he literally yes. cracked Brock Lesnar up like Brock Lesnar. That was a genuine laugh out of that motherfucker. That's what I think. My favorite thing about Brock Lesnar is just how easily he shows his amusement at shit. Right, like he, like he it's straight like, up. He's like you know people he's laughing like, like he genuinely finds that amusing. Like, like when he shows up, he's like I'm not here for a long time, but I'm here for a, a good time. time. <laughs> but yeah, I like how he just like genuinely gets cracked up at shit. Sometimes there's even just Paul Heyman talking. It's just like, so you're ridiculous, man. Oh, this is great. I feel like he yeah. shows up about five minutes before he's supposed to go on. So he, like, he doesn't know what anyone's going to say. So he's <laughs> yeah. just like, ha! Super spread. Yeah, I, I, he's honestly, always, I he walks you're through like, like, no spoilers. No spoilers. He, he just, and then he's like, what? And he's like, don't tell me what's going to happen. He's like, you're supposed to shh. Well, I feel like, like he shows up and just goes straight to his own dressing room and just like... Yeah, have a dressing room. I feel like Probably. he just shows up in his goddamn sweatpants and suplexing t-shirt. He's like, he takes it off as he goes to the ring, walks up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, our truth ends up coming out and interrupting them. Um, basically, ends up being the way to do this makes it seem like he's gonna be like, I'm gonna eliminate Brock Lesnar, but oh, yeah. he's like, I'm gonna eliminate Paul Heyman. Heyman's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I'm not in the match. And then she was like, nope, nope, nope. Oh, yeah, he's nope. like, I declare my entry into the... <laughs> I undeclare it. Undeclared. And I'm out. <laughs> but uh, it seemed like Lesnar was just going to let him go. But no, because he's Lesnar. And he ends up F5-ing him. And then he tells our truth. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was honestly a great segment, which yeah. is kind of... Well, I mean, Brock Lesnar's segments are always great just because of Paul Heyman, but, like, he actually was a big part of that, which was funny, and it wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. Like, him just laughing was... <laughs> but then it ended with our truth being taken away, and Motor Raleigh coming out, kicked him in the face, and then pinned him, and took his 24-7, 48-hour, whatever, 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 TV belt. title. <laughs> TV title. I just I love all the shit that he says. Um... Okay, so, so there was that. then there's the thing. And God damn it. I'm so we're going to talk about it, and then I'm going to bring up, not necessarily a controversial point, but controversial for this podcast. Okay. So Bobby Lashley and Rusev have a match. Mm-hmm. And my God, how long can you beat a dead horse to death? I don't know. Man. <laughs> Until it's glue. <laughs> you, I thought it was glue. already glue. For <laughs> death. So Bobby Lashley ends up winning. There's whole thing. Liv Morgan comes out, Lana splashes some 
Coke, beer, I don't know what it was, in her face. Some sort of liquid. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then But, uh... Basically, I think next week we're doing a... Mixed tag match. Yeah, with Lana and Rusev, or Lana and Lashley, Lashley. and Liv and Rusev. Yeah. But, so... I'm gonna say a sentence. And you're probably gonna look at me weird. Corey... I agree with Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. That is so bad. So, Corey Graves... Not gonna lie, I actually didn't watch Raw this week. I watched highlights, and I didn't actually hear it. You know, WWE's and everything. Apparently, he blasted this match on commentary. And then literally came out and said... You piped Liv Morgan up that mm-hmm. she's going to be returning for a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. Before she actually returned. But, like, you've been hyping her up for, like, four weeks. And then you bring her back. And then she literally gets beat down by Lana like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. He's literally like, yeah. this needs to end. He Basically, like, by Lana of all people. Yeah. 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 And I was like, oh my god, Corey Graves. You and I see eye to eye on something. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> just the fact that she was being hyped up for so long to come back as a scorned lover. Uh, it's. I don't particularly understand how that is any bit mysterious. Other than that, what is different? Yeah. Particularly, I just think it's a kind of a bullshit. I call it bullshit. I feel like they had a plan that backfired and just didn't go through like the mm-hmm. way they. Why don't you go like, oh, we'll just enter her in this thing because this is going okay. It'll make it better. No, it's not going well at all. And this made it worse for a lot of reasons. <laughs> and then he went on to make a second point, mm. which I still agree with. Again, this is the only time I feel like you will ever hear the words out of my mouth. No, I, mean, I agree with Corey Graves. I mean, but... I guess if he's saying something right. <laughs> but yeah. he was kind of talking about how people are like, people don't find the story favorable, but people bring back storylines and not this the attitude era right which we've all talked about like yeah everyone wants that but his point being is this story itself is very attitude era minus the lesbian lover part yeah trips and step trips and tests and step like all of that is literally the same story with that was with one guy now with another now they have to fight like yeah yeah that's but- not new but his point being is that it's not necessarily the storyline, which is important, but, like, back in the Attitude Era, it was more the quality of wrestler that could sell in Right, right. Yeah, and I was like, my God, Corey Graves, do you actually know wrestling? It's, it's <laughs> like, one thing to have this shell, which is the the concept it's of the story. at first. Yeah, but if you plug the right people in... And that, that was the thing about the Attitude Area attitude era was that your performers, I feel like, were a little bit higher caliber. I mean, I'm not saying you don't have good performers. I just feel like the people who are in this storyline are not the people who can carry it. Whereas in the Attitude Era, I talked about it. And make people give a shit about it. Yeah. And not cares. make people groan and roll their eyes when you see that it, it's that's the next segment. Yeah, you're like, oh, like, God, they're missing out. I feel like talking about the Attitude Era, even Golden Era, like, you had your, you know, the top guys mm-hmm. are going to have the big intense storylines. You had your yeah. cars, which kind of go either way, either just kind of something stupid and silly or something maybe a little bit more, you know, serious. 
And then you have your uh, lower carters who do nothing but silly. Yeah. Regardless, even though the storyline's fucking stupid, for the most part, they're gonna sell it. They're gonna sell it well. Yeah. And the matches will not be half bad. I'm not saying they're gonna be great, but like, you're not gonna be like, Jesus. Yeah. And it's not uh, even. Okay, so. As much as I want to like Lana because I feel like she has a passion for it. But here's the thing. Just because you have a passion for it doesn't mean you're good at it. And she will never... And I don't know if they're, like, trying to... I I mean, I get the storyline they're trying to create or recreate. Because I'm sure it's been done before in the last four years. But... Literally just without the lesbian part. Like, that's the thing they were like, guess what? But it's like, Lana, I feel like they want her to be, like... A, a modern day version of like a Miss Elizabeth and she's never going to have that class she's never going to be that because she I don't want to say she didn't have talent I'm sure she did but I think she knew the limitations of her character and her presence and not that she wouldn't necessarily take a bump but she's and not going to go out and wrestle a match right and, well, and she's not going to get on the mic and go on and on and on and on and fucking ramble the way Lana does. And, and I get ad-libbing, I get taking the script and like mm. interjecting things here and there, but her, she's just, I don't like it. It's like when Seth Rollins ad-libs. It's too it's much. Too, it's too hokey and dumb and... I like his ad-libbing more than Lana's. Well, yeah, but. yeah. Well, and he he does limit well, his. He's son. also like way more over than Lana, just in general. Well, that's better, better, more talented. So you, yeah, you tolerate yeah. it because of well, Seth yeah. Rollins. Well, yeah, and, Lana, and you're like, you like, get the fuck out of here, shut your mouth. And it's not because get, he's a man or anything. It's because he is a solid performer. Well, the thing is, you didn't really care to listen when she started talking. So when she keeps talking, it just gets tedious. Right. He's boring. He's Jesus. Boring. But yeah, strangely, uh, also. Um, Curry Grace was tweeting stuff during the match as well, saying something like, I'm already fired, something like this, that, and the other. And so I don't know if, like, he's actually disgruntled or not. I'm kind of curious. Like, maybe he's actually thought like us the entire time, but he can't say that because it's WWE and you know they are. Maybe they wanted him to say some, like, really stupid shit. He's like, oh, man, this is great. Or, you know, they're like, well, that is us. And he's like, no, this is bullshit. Like, I'm this done is a stupid-ass like, match. Yeah. This is- People are making and fun it, of me. And it kind of makes me like, a little bit that wrestling, like, the wrestling it, world is now it's to where, like, you wonder, like, oh, okay, is he on his way out? At, or, you know, is going he, somewhere else. You know, instead of just going with it. You know what I mean? It's, you know, the whole death of kayfabe. But in a weird way where they've invented, like, a new kayfabe. Right. It's dead. Like, you're not necessarily playing a character. You're playing yourself or playing yourself as a character. It's just, yeah. like, social media like, trickery. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Where they trick us still injuries, like uh, Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the house show, and they're like, he's not actually injured, which is really cool. But at the same time, like... But here's the thing. Like, that only works so many times. You know what I mean? Like, you, you do it run once... It out, and everybody's like, no. And WWE really is that. terrible about taking something that works and then ruining it Literally, so fast. Bring back King of the Ring. Jesus. <laughs> Don't make us regret. <laughs> Don't make us regret it. So we actually like suggest something in the next week. Got to get I know. Ugh. So, uh, moving on from that, uh, we had Viking Raiders squashing the Scene Brothers. 
Um, I mean, yeah, open challenge match. The last people I figured would come out, but okay. You're kind of like, oh yeah, yeah. They were ready. They were willing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not able. But not him. Um, And then we had a contract signing between Asuka and Becky Lynch. Mm -hmm. They are going to have a match at the Royal Rumble. Asuka, Spittle Green, Poisonous Mist, Man with his face. I feel like it's all slightly oversold, but that's okay. And Becky's part. I mean, is it just food color? What exactly is it? I, yeah, well, yeah, I, like she has a capsule in her mouth, and that's how they do it. But like, I can imagine just like maybe not water, but some sort of like liquid that yeah, she can have in her mouth and not die. I think and, like, uh, when I looked it up a few weeks ago, that basically it's food coloring. Um, I have to say though, I'm super excited for this match. I I'm glad actually Oscar's getting a match instead of being in the Rumble because mm-hmm. she won the first one. And I feel like they just do her wrong. Yeah. And I feel like her and Vicky, Vicky, her and Vicky Babu, <laughs> her and Becky will have a really good match. Um, I thought the overselling was lately, mm-hmm. but I think she sold up the best out of anyone that's had it oh, so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And for that, for the most part, like, was it Charlotte? It might have been Charlotte. I can't remember. She's missing a few people at this point. Yeah. But someone literally, like, spit on love. Not that they were... Because the whole point of the mist is that it's supposed to be kind of, like, blinding. Yeah. So you're kind of like, meh. It's like the different mists have different properties, like... But with that point, it's supposed yeah. to be, like, blinding in that... I feel like in certain points, like, not really poisonous, but poisonous, if you will. Yeah. Like, video game poisonous. Like, you're not actually going to die, but you're going to slightly lose health. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in a sense, we're, like... I can't remember who the fuck it was, but someone took mist and they literally like you could tell that they could still see. You. They were like, yeah, and you're like, don't don't mix it. Like, <laughs> and yeah. they wiped like twice and they're like, this is fine. Like, like no, it's supposed to be like like there's an area in between no selling and over selling. And it's just called selling. It's supposed to be like, like it's sticky and you can't really get it uh, off. And like, yeah, ah, it's just a It's like slightly towards overselling, but not all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's wrestling, so you gotta oh, yeah. Once, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. once you think you're being ridiculous, you're too much. Really bad. But also, they announced next week uh, they're gonna have a ladder match between Andrade and Rey Mysterio for mm-hmm. the US Championship, which will be very good, to be honest. It'll... Oh, definitely. <laughs> if they give them the right amount of time, but uh, <clears throat> I don't know how you, how you have a short ladder match. That's yeah. just like a me, like, whacks in the face with ladder and like, Actually, do what you probably yeah. would have to do in a ladder match if you were really buying. Yeah, you get the fuck up the ladder rather than a slow ass. Then also, when your heel has someone at ringside, mm. it could be very far away. Uh, so then we have Aleister Black versus Buddy Murphy, which my god, fight forever. I love these guys, they're both so good. Yeah, and they actually had a restart in this one because. Um, Black, Alistair Black hit a black mass on Buddy Murphy, pinned him. We thought he had the three count, but then the ref said that Buddy had his shoulder up, which every time they replayed it, I was like, no, no, no. See, that's kind of the part in this kind of issue. Yeah. With WWE sometimes. Well, they have a lot of issues. But sometimes they do <laughs> shit like that, and you're like, yes, I understand where you're going for it, and that would be great. But it didn't play out did. that way. Like, that's one of those things you have to execute. Yeah. Like a bad promo. 
that shit's gonna happen. Not everyone can do that. Yeah. Like, the in-ring stuff, like, hey, it's gonna be, like, a super close quick count. You have to make sure you have your shoulder up. Because mm-hmm. when you just keep playing the replays, you're like, I'm only seeing your mistakes, like, 20 times in a row. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, Alistair Black ended up hitting another black mask on Buddy Murphy and still beat him and Buddy Murphy was pouting, pouting, pouting at ringside. They're sitting at ringside for the rest of the show. Uh, uh, and then we have Eric Rowan squashing local talent. Yeah. So that was the thing. Just why? I don't know. I don't care anything about this. Yes. I feel so bad for Eric Brown because I feel like we all thought there for like a split second that like, he was feuding with Daniel Bryan. He right. actually cut that really good promo. Where like, oh, oh, shit. Like, oh, there was the promise and then they just ripped it away. And they were like, oh, shit, you squashed all the local talent and you're like, this isn't even really it. What are we doing? Why am I supposed to care about this? That's, I figured he could. That's the what thing. What are we doing here? It's like they're just throwing ideas out there. Like, what's going to stick? I, I don't know. Like, and then when something... Good, so we're just going to give him this because we don't have anything else. Well, and then it's Which like... Is, oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, and then when they... And when something does get traction... They're like, squash it! They should... Yeah, I know. Too much traction. Yes. It's going to go bigger than we want. It's like, what do you want? People might What do you it. want from us? Do you People want are doing it. Cut it up. Right. They don't... Now, it's like, do now, you want us to like what like, you're doing, or do you want us day. to be... That was great. Ugh. And that actually went longer than I thought it was going to. That was With great. That, don't you think that's literally the height, popularity-wise, of Rusev's career. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that match... And you did the... not give him a belt. And obviously, like, maybe not, like, the heavyweight or the universal title, mm-hmm. but, like, you're not going to give him the US or the IC title. Oh, no, Katie, they give that's him this bullshit. wonderful storyline. He's involved in that. No, That's it's such a prize. honestly, it's such a waste of talent. Because he actually this did hold the IC title for like a week. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, like, and I feel yeah. this story is just re- it's like they they could they're wasting talent with someone who's very the crowd can very much get behind, and they saw that with the Rusev day like, thing. It was easy. Yeah, it's easy, and I feel like people Poor still are like, like he was doing so well with that. Yeah. And then oh, you try yeah. to do almost the same storyline without the lesbian side story with Aiden English. Yeah. When Lana was like, he came on to me. Yeah. It's just, Jesus Christ. So Kick the whore like, out. Like they want to incorporate, incorporate Lana somehow, and the only way to do that is to make her some sort She's of, like... She's either accusing someone of yeah, being they came sort of me sex like, object, but they're it. not like, oh, they... They're in love with me, Rusev. What, what are you gonna do? Funny you're like, because bitch, I don't care. Like that's what I wish this would have been. Bitch, go on. Cause I don't care. Well, ignoring him the whole time. Originally, kind of got like not blacklisted, but like why he didn't go as far as everyone thought he was gonna be was because originally it was Lana and Dolph Ziggler and Rusev and somebody else whom I don't remember, and they were like on opposite sides, mm-hmm. and. Him and Lana got married during that in real life, and they posted a photo um, at their wedding or like their engagement. I don't know something to indicate that they were together in real life. And then some man got all upset because he's like, "You guys are supposed to hate each other right now, men, men." Yeah. And it's literally like this is the story of your career yeah. in WWE. Yeah. Like, literally, it's all Rusev's almost his entire career. 
all ground lines, odd sort of weird fucking storyline. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I don't want to step on anybody's dreams, but damn, Lana, like just get better or do go it. Home. But do right. Do like, it outside of Yeah. Yeah, do outside of if you really want to be in the ring. Work on being in the ring. Don't work on working into a storyline with your husband. To be honest, literally what I would tell them, certain between you and your husband, you guys make a lot of money. You could do something else in WWE. They probably would offer you a job. I'm oh, fucking no, Toby, this pays you. Yeah. You're making money. Rega- yeah, regardless, she's making money. Take the time off of doing this stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Literally take maybe a year, maybe two or three years. I don't know. Focus on actually being in the ring. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying saying she doesn't train, she doesn't do anything like that, because obviously she's very fit. More in the fact of hone the craft. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be there as as arm candy, then be there as arm candy, but don't don't expect to have a storyline written around you when you're not really performing in the ring. And you're taking the spotlight away from somebody who could have a good storyline because they are in the ring. And I'm again, I'm not saying because he's a man. I'm saying because he is very talented in the ring and should have a better storyline than what he's involved in right now. I feel like almost the, the better way to put it. but And honestly, I, if they did this with somebody else, I don't know that I would feel that differently about it. But I don't feel like Bobby Lashley has the personality to pull off a storyline like this against somebody like Rusev. I would definitely agree with that. I don't feel like they're evenly paired. You know what I mean? I feel as though if it was just a feud with Bobby Lashley and Rusev without a If it was a Dolph Ziggler and Rusev, they both have personality and they could get at each other on the mic. Bobby well, Lashley is just like a... That. Well, I guess that would be more excuse for them to do it again. Yeah. Like, it was more involved, you know. Yeah. Reasons, I mean, that was long enough ago. I mean, I... I, Time has passed. It'd probably still be stupid, but I feel like it'd be more tolerable. But if you did it that way where you had someone with more personality, or if you just had it be Rusev versus Lashley without all this other side malarkey, which is fucking stupid. They have to be... It is. They want two strong guys that want to beat each other's asses, like, or something like that. Like, something... It doesn't have to be that, like, in-depth, like... Well, and how about... Bobby Lashley can't do shit like this. And how about Lana, like, work work on your in-ring shit, be a a legit part of the women's division, have a feud with Liv Morgan, maybe on, I don't know, maybe do the same kind of storyline, like scorned lover kind of thing, but don't drag these guys into it. Let them do their own thing. It doesn't need to be this ridiculous mishmash of... I don't know. They like the mixed match. Yeah. Challenges and tag matches. Anyway, so. Uh, or Alexa need to develop the ring. Let her have the fucking lesbian storyline. Yeah, that was really, really kind of shitty. Of the whole. What would have been a way better yeah. story as scoring lovers just for the fact that they're both really good in the ring? Yeah. And I would just believe that a whole lot more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I could get one about this, but we've got other wrestling. Uh, yeah, so um, last match wrestling. on Raw was a fist fight match. 
Which I guess the. all their underwear. So they're. Not, not quite. There, there are still no, rules. They're also, the rules are. <laughs> the, the first thing I was reading was the rules are. I appreciate your grease reference. To the rules of a fistfight match are that you don't talk about a fistfight match. Own a shit papers. Oh, shit papers. Right, you're going to die. Um, but, uh, so I guess the rules of a fistfight are that it's no hold bar. Uh, you only win by knocking out all of your opponents. So it's Seth Rollins. We have to beat the tin count. Uh, was it Seth Rollins? Basically, ends up convincing. And AOP with KO, Samoa Joe, and Big Show. Yeah, and then he basically kind of convinces Buddy Murphy, who's pouting, being like, mm-hmm. Hey, Buddy. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. He looks sad. Could you use a friend? Could Can you help me out and. Uh, you want to come beat up some guys? I know you got beat up earlier, but we, we can go beat up some guys. We really do. Huh. How do you feel about low blows? <laughs> Help your self confidence. How do you feel um, about low blows? But Murphy and Rollins put Big Show through a table. That um, was pretty impressive, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Big Show's big ass motherfucker. Oh, God. I do have to say, that motherfucker looks good, though. I'd climb that tree. Huh? I wouldn't. I'd give a but... shit. I <laughs> wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> At my sleaziest. I'm dead. Whatever. But. Sorry, Dustin. I didn't mean that. That's so okay. But with him, like, I feel like the last time we saw him, which I feel like was when him and Braun Strowman were suplexing off the top rope and then broke three. Could be wrong, but I feel like that was last time I was closing. Uh, he looked <laughs> not bad, like, as in, like, he's, he wasn't fat or anything like that. He just looked. I would say slouchy, but downtrodden. Like, yeah, like oh, sad eyes. Oh, yeah. Rode hard and put up wet. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's the big guy thing. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, he looked more fit. He was like he actually had lost a little weight, but like I, I never thought he was fat. But uh, he looked good. Like since he's come back, he looks really good. He looks happier. I feel like he's just been. Ha- a nice cool break, and he was like, um, revitalized. Let's get out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, we had some interesting parts to the match. Hey, oh, no, no, Kevin no. Owens! Oh. He does parkour. I think that's nice. the clip that was actually about to play. Now my phone's frozen. It might play it. It's like he's been practicing for Ninja Warrior. It's exciting. I want to see him do what Ninja Warrior. I want to see. I think she was special Ninja Warrior, just like wrestlers. That would be great. Be but also, I feel like all the two or five live guys would dominate. It's their time to shine. Motherfuckers flip flopping all over like, the flop place. Is he just breaks everything. He is fuck. But I feel like he would not be able to do some of that nimble shit. He'd be like, shit. Breaks the whole like stage in the sound area. I'm like, trying to like bounce across those things first thing, just fucking falls. <laughs> breaks his ankle. He's like, everyone dies. I'm gonna F five this whole set. That's what's happening. You know what's happening now? <laughs> F five set. But basically, um, AOP and Seth Rollins end up winning, and then uh, appearingly, Buddy Murphy has joined the stable, which I like. I actually like the starting of the stable. Seth Rollins has always been better as a heel. He definitely already had heaps. People could not tolerate him anymore. Yeah. Which is kind of a strength for him. 
just in the fact that most people, you know, your baby face or you'll, most people can't cross over like that. And he's really like, everyone's starting to hate me now. I'll be at you. He'll run. Like, he'll just go with, like, the swing of the crowd. Rollins, 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 Yeah. Give it a couple of months. They'll run through this through WrestleMania. After WrestleMania, he'll have a baby face turn. Oh, Get old Rollins like, again. Rollins! He's back! We missed you! Oh. And then after all, like, go away! <laughs> go back away! Be a healer. Birdie, come here. But I do like the I do like the formation of the stable so far. If it's actually is a stable, I like Seth Rollins with AOP, and I like Buddy Murphy in there too. Sure. These are all wrestlers that need to be featured and giving. Uh, I think I might like Buddy Murphy more in a stable. I don't know. We'll see. I'm still I'm still not on that train. I can't. I don't know. I just don't. I love that train. But um, the fact that AOP and I feel like you might agree with this, even if you might not like Buddy Murphy, it's a Good platform to give AOP and Buddy Murphy to get out there. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. I may, I may like him more for a stable, but and I think individually, should, I don't. I can't. Like I said, I can't get more on board with it. Not necessarily with everybody. Like don't just go stable crazy. No. Stable though, everybody's going to be a stable. Right? Not everybody belongs to a stable. <laughs> but I feel like sometimes during if like, you book them properly, I'm sorry. I feel like sometimes pairing where you have had all these call-ups from NXT mm-hmm. and just people, 205 Live, people that the main audience isn't going quite now. Right. Pairing them with someone who is well-known, like Seth Rollins, yeah. Roman Reigns, uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, Bray Wyatt, and anyone else. I'm mm-hmm. not saying these people need factions, but those kind of caliber names. Like, right. Of, they're going to be like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. Pairing them together, both gives that person something new to do. They're kind of like, oh, hey, what are they going to do with that? And also, oh, it's that person's name. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you don't do that a little bit more often. Yeah. Any users, move right along. Uh, what are our thoughts? We want uh, NXT or AW? You just want to go right on WWE NXT? Sure. I did not catch NXT this week. Um, I meant to watch it last night. And I didn't. So, there's that. I actually did not either. But we'll talk about it anyways. I guess we'll find out what happened. I guess it starts out Keith Lee. No spoilers, guys. Oops. <laughs> Is it Oops? Upro- we talked about this every week. I don't, I don't know. know. I always I thought it was Oops. I always thought it was Oops. Proxy servers. Yeah. Oops. I don't know what I even say. I feel like I just see it. It's in my head. That's it. Like, it's that thing. Yeah. Um, so I guess Keith Lee comes out and cuts a promo about how he's going to win the NXT North American Championship next week from Roddy Strong. And uh, all of Undisputed Era enter the venue. They act like they were going to get in the They're like, I'm going to put some shit on you. Mm-hmm. But instead they just started beating up Keith Lee. He tried to fight him off, and as great as Keith Lee is, he was still outnumbered. Um, they did that weird thing, and I know it's wrestling. I know it's yeah. Surreal, but I, sometimes, it's like a magician. Like, you want to know how the trick is done. Like, yeah. how do you do that to not actually fuck your foot up? I'm such a mark for magic that you, like, I can't even... Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when they show me how it's actually done, I'm like, wow, that's really stupid. If you guys watch Magic for Humans, 
on Netflix. That is a good Holy show. I really love shit. it. I'm like, he's so good. It. It's crazy. Like, he doesn't... Magic... Okay. I went to a magic show in uh, Gatlinburg. I'm not going to say which one. It was, uh, you know, there were some good tricks, but... Like, magic, like, what you're, like, mm-hmm. more sleight of hand stuff, or, like, the, you know, street magic is so much of, better yeah. than some of the shows, and some yeah. of the guys that are, that really glittery, oh, oh, was oh. not Chris Angel that I want, but I, that is a good point, if I saw Chris Angel, I'd be like, maybe. If, if someone's like, like, I have these Chris Angel tickets, are you gonna go, you'd be like. It was a lot, though, right? and at the end, like, that was a little much. I came away disliking the magician simply because of his outfit and he seemed like a douche. Yeah. Also, did you say that particular magician played like a whole like oh thing about yeah. the video where like mm. his him and, no. and his museum that there was his um, magic Jesus. that they're opening and his I think he has a school or does a, a school class. of magic. Oh it's not Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not witchcraft and wizardry. It's just... fucking Hogwarts. I wouldn't go there. But yeah, that was. <laughs> there's a well. There's a show on True TV, the Carbonaro Effect. That's like, so what, 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 I don't like him as much as I do. Um, I can't remember the guy who does magic for humans, but when we watch his show, John is literally like with his mouth open, like, how the fuck did he do that? How did he throw a slice of ham at that window and it's on the other side of the window? Like, well, how did it happen? Like, well, that's, and and I, like, like, that, there's some shit that, like, I feel like he's like, this dude's a warlock. You could probably <laughs> say, like, this is how this is or yeah, something, yeah. like, some sort of something made to do that mm-hmm. magic trick or something like that, but some of the stuff where you're like, all you had was like a piece of, you know, like you said, yeah. a piece of ham and tossed it, like, what the fuck, how did you do that? I think some people warlock. are actually guided, yes, I think people, some people are actually fucking magic, and they're just fucking people and be like, I'm just there, I'm a magician, and then magicians don't reveal their secrets, and I'm like, what the fuck you? You're fucking magic. No. This is why people <laughs> get burned at the stake. This yeah. is why people get burned at the stake. Tell me your secrets. Like, you yeah. When they're like, I'm a magician, be like, don't sell yourself short, man. <laughs> you're a magical creature. You're not a magician. You are a warlock. Um, anyway, sure. I, I want to learn how to do that shit. Yeah, I want to get that good at magic. Sometimes I want to look. Uh, sometimes I want to know how they do it, and then, but I, I, I like forty percent. Like every time I see, like they're like, oh, yeah, like what was uh, magician's coat? Yeah, yeah. The mask. Like, this is how magician's coat reveals. Some of the things are super obvious. You're like, I already know that's done. But some of them, you're like, oh shit, that's how that was done. They just kind of ruins the whole thing for you. And you're like, oh. Yeah. I like 45% want to know how it's done, but I 55% just want to believe in the magic. Yeah, like, oh, man. <laughs> so it's I, just, just enough that I'm like, don't tell me. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, God, I would love to know. And then when somebody's just telling me, I'm like, no, 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 you're going to ruin it for me. <laughs> yes, I want to believe. It's like Santa. Fuck it. Right? He but, real. It's not quite magic, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing an XL shirt that says I want to believe. So. Oh, nice. Yes. The truth or the truth is out there. Either yeah. way. They cover it back up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just covering my shirt up. Jesus. Um, so, NXT. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so, anyway. The, um, they put his ankle in a chair, and then they stomped one in. That was literally the whole point of the magic. Um, <laughs> but he, <laughs> uh, Tommaso Ciampa ended up coming in for the save and running off the UE. But, uh, Tegan Knox 
cut a promo on Dakota Kai outside at Full Sail, um, but got interrupted by Candice LeRae by hugging her. Yeah, by a hug. I hope they don't make her the next Bailey. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I don't think they will, but no. I'm saying like it's already been that's been it's been done and the person is still there. Like you can't. Re- it's it's not even the hugging part. It's more of like the they've given Candice a little bit super more baby fire than Bailey, mm. but like the super like nice like. Well, yeah, and Alexa Bliss did that at first. Like she oh, was Jesus. like the bubbly, like Powerpuff Girl sort of character. I mean. And I feel like you, you, I mean, I feel like you have to have a variety, you know, you have your, you have your, like, Maleficent, Melis, Mal, yeah. Maleficent. Yeah. You have your total bitch, which, and then you have, like, your super baby face, and then you've got, you know, some sassy people, and then you've got your anti-hero. Like, I don't know, you kind of have a mix of people, but I just, I don't know. Uh, some of the... Some of the gimmicks sometimes just seem too close to each other. And I, uh, Candice LeRae is way above Bailey to me. Like, Candice LeRae is so fucking talented. Yeah. But I think I'm just kind of done with, like, especially in women's wrestling, they kind of have their version of men's wrestling. Mm-hmm. But, like, the bubblegum, like, mm-hmm. super, like, happy, like, oh my god. Oh, that's like uh, with Chad Gable right now. Shorty G is like, oh, I'm just embracing everything and screw the haters. I'm just, I'm nobody's bringing me down. And it's like, it's like a fucking smurf. I feel like it's more just because we're adults now. We're like, this is how we <laughs> I have no respect for a man like that. <laughs> you hate something in your life. <laughs> oh, no. Everybody hates something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can't take all this positivity. Yeah. Um, then there's, um, Backstage, they show me a Yemen Eo Shirai getting ready for the Battle Royal where they're going to determine the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship, which is currently held by Rhea Ripley. God, I love it. Um, I don't care. It, it didn't matter who, who was going to win it because they're not going to take it off, right? Yeah. I'm just going to say, I think NXT or is one of the strongest women's divisions around right now. Yes. It's so good. Blowing AEWs out of the water. And I hate to say it, but their Hard women's division is a goddamn dumpster fire. <laughs> I love hearing Jim Cornette talk about it. I actually listened to like two hours with Jim no, Cornette. Jim Cornette is fucking batshit crazy. And he he is. a lot of shit that a normal person should not say. Yeah. Uh, but to listen to him talk about wrestling. I love how he's so wrestling. I he's know. Like, I know. weird like wrestling. I don't know. schizophrenic. <laughs> they are so yeah, bad. Like someone that's like they're interesting to like study, but you're like he's wikipathic though. Like he's crazy, but he knows so much shit. Yeah, you're like Jesus. it's incredible. It is incredible. Um, he was on Dark Side of the Ring a lot. Yeah, and, like his like, knowledge. You were just like, oh, he knew that. Yeah, like, this was right. literally stolen yeah. from this, and that was stolen from that, and this is like literally all one big story. And you're like, yeah. he's like. He has a crazy look in his eyes. Yeah. Well, it's because he's, he's crazy. crazy. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, it's like deep in there. Like, you can see yeah. it penetrate inside. And the sense is so not surface level. He is. So the first actual match on AXT was uh, a first-round Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic match, which was the Broserweights, uh, consisting of Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle, defeating 
the NXT UK team of Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Um, so, first off, just real quick, we gotta talk about it a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think it was a good show of sportsmanship, if you will. And I don't even know if he actually allowed them to use it, but the fact that he did that, Cody Rhodes allowed them to use his dad's name. Yeah. For it. I'm pretty sure that I read something that Trips did kind of give him a call, like, hey, is it cool if we still do this? And yeah. Like, and it's been a little bit since the last Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, and I think, I don't, I know Dustin was at least still in WWE. Yeah, so I, I don't know if like, Cody had been like her yet. But it's like, I wonder was. when they do the trophy presentation, like, if anybody's, or is it just going to be their sisters that <laughs> are there, and it's just like, are they going to let Dustin do Cody? Uh, do Cody and Dustin even want to be there? I'm sure they would want to. They're not going to be, though. No, yeah. but it... WWE yeah. would not allow them to be. Like, I spent about 20 minutes, like, like yeah. looking online and wondering about shit. Anyway. Um, I have to say, though, um, I like Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle together. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the Bruiser weights. No, but, I mean, it works, I guess, as far as combining Bruiser weight. Bro. And the bro. Bro. Better than anything. You know what? Anything's better than Boston Hood Connection, so I'll take it. Fair points. <laughs> no, not to keep shitting on Bailey, but also to shit on Sasha Banks, because fuck her. Sorry. I just, I don't. Anyway. I can't, you know, some of just aren't for some people, and that one's not for She me. is not for me. Um, and I'm not. But I actually really did like uh, Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle's chemistry. I also think this is a good thing. And if they actually go on to, if they're the ones to topple Undisputed Era as tag team champions, I'm okay with that. Do it. I'm okay with that. I was hoping for Dutchkovic and Lee to. Oh my team god. Up. That's what I wanted. They would have had to come out on top. But this is. They would this dominate. Is good. This is not just as good, like a half step below that one, but still a really great idea. To uh, love Keith Lee. When he doesn't have, like, facial hair and stuff, he totally looks like my dad, which is super weird. Um, I showed John a picture of my dad, and was like, look at Keith Lee. He's like, holy, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, I really like Dominic Dutch. Like, I'm really super excited. I I hope his career goes. I hope it has a strong story arc. Them two together, I don't know why, like, a more serious reason of Fandango. Yeah, yeah. They're goofy, but like... But, yeah. I think people, competitors would take them more seriously. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Bruiser Weeks win. Yes. Uh, and then we have a clip, big clip, play of Undisputed Eras. Uh, they attacked Imperium at the last, or, well, NXT UK's TakeOver, which was... TakeOver Blackpool 2. They attacked Imperium, and then Walter ended up cutting a promo and basically got what chance? Got what chance? <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Uh-huh. I like Walter. Walter. I'm down with him. First off, and I know they're not gonna do it, but this whole like Brock Lesnar declaring number one in Royal Rumble, like Walter should him. I want right. I want a Walter and Brock Lesnar standoff. Right. I think that shit would be awesome. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. God. 
They're not going to do it. It pisses me off. Um, so Tommaso Ciampa entered the ring, got a promo about how he's going to take his, um, take his life back by winning the NXT Championship, a.k.a. Goldie, from Adam Cole. Um, Undisputed Eric ended up coming into the ring and attacking Ciampa, because why not? Uh, but guess who came out <sighs> to save him? Jumpa. Little reunited, and it felt so good. Uh, DIY ended up tagging, uh, not tagging, but teaming up, and they took out Bobby Fish, who was the last remaining member of UE standing in the ring with them. I'm just saying, so like, I feel like we have such a great tag team story of Bruin here, uh, mm-hmm. with the Broser weights, but also we're saying, like, if we had a DIY reunion, reunion, and they they were so good together. I actually don't think they ever won the tag belts. They, don't they, quote me on that, but I think they actually did not ever win the tag belts. To have been so good together, their feud was fucking that's legendary. that's why ended up turning on them, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was like, damn it, we lost again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, it broke him. It broke him. They lost that match and it broke him. And, and then it broke turned everybody. And beat the <laughs> shit out of him on a ramp. A while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that feud was so good, though. So to have them, all of that, have them reunite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we glorious. Um, so we had another Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic match. Grizzled Young Veterans, Zach Gibson and James Drake against, or, well, defeated Alex Shelley and Kushida, which I kind of would like to see Alex Shelley come out on top. With Kushida, because of Kushida. But that's okay. Great. Marty McClellan, man. I know! Give the man something. Wait, Alex Shelley is in the next team? Yep. Yeah. I think that just happened either this week or Pretty last recently. week. Yeah, because he's with the... Because actually, I think when they first announced this bracket, Kushida didn't have a partner listed. It was a mystery partner. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, anyway, Kushida and Shelly tried to shake hands with the grizzled young veterans after the match. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then Zach Gibson cut a promo about they how they stopped Kushida and Shelly's reunion tour at the first stop and that they would come out on top of the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. We will see about that. Because Broser Waits. Yeah. If it came down to the two of them, though, they didn't have it. Why is Pete Dunne, man. I mean, yeah. I know. Um, so outside Robert's, because <laughs> we like these outside promos. Um, well, they're building super small, so I feel like... Yeah, you, it, yeah. it's like, where are you going to go? Uh, Robert, not super small, but like, it's small, like, not the arenas that the yeah. SmackDown and Raw have, so it's not like you're like... Yeah. I'm well, cutting three programs and when in three different hallways. And when you're doing this in the same location, you got to change it up a little bit. So. Yeah. Oh. Right. Uh, Robert Stone cut a promo, pulling Chelsea Green out of the Battle Royal and saying that she's on a Robert Stone brand now. I don't know. Oh, sure. 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 Finn Balor cut a promo on Ilya Dragunov ahead of their match at Worlds Collide, which is... Is it 
it's not this weekend. Shit, when we talked about it a few weeks ago. Uh, Worlds Collide. January 25th. Oh, it is next weekend. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's the day before the Rumble. Yeah, and what we have announced right now is Imperium versus Undisputed Era. Yeah, the four Ray and Ripley four. versus Two and Storm. Finn, <sighs> Finn Balor Holy versus Dragonel. Uh, Gazara versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Jordan Devlin versus Travis Bates. DIY versus Moustache Mountain. God damn. Moustache Mountain. <laughs> Moustache. That's uh, a stacked ass. I want to see that Ripley and Storm match. Oh, that's the night of our fucking show. I can't come in. I'm calling out of the murder mystery. <laughs> yeah. You okay. kill me off anyway. Can I just leave when you off me? Up? <laughs> you, you, you die and then you stand up and be like, alright, I'm out. Bye guys. I think this, I think show. this show... I, I think, brought this mannequin to sin for me. I think this show starts at 7. Um, I'll be off by like 7.45 at the latest. So, yeah. Maybe they can just do this without me. I can leave. Um, we had... A hell of a match after that, though. Um, Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Tyler Breeze versus Leo Rush in a triple threat match to determine who the number one contender was for Angel Bizarro. Oh, well, to earn their place in a fatal four-way. Which would determine them. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's a thing to get to a thing to get to the number one contendership. Um, But Isaiah Swerve Scott won, Mm -hmm. which I definitely love that. I love him. I just have to say, all three of these men are so talented. As yeah. much as we used to complain about Leo Rush, Bobby Lashley, that man's a good fucking wrestler. Tyler Breeze, excellent. I say a Swerve Scott, you're a kill shot in Lucha Underground, so I would never hate you. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm super excited. NXT is just. Mm. They're doing it. They're doing, They're doing it. it. They are doing yeah. it. They are doing it. Oh, ow. Um, oh. Backstage. Oh, yeah. oh, backstage interview. Uh, I know I go back and forth about how I say your name. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Rhea. Rhea. Yeah. Uh, Ripley cut. And I just called Ripley from <laughs> Pretty pretty confident promo about um her world's cloud match with Tony Storm, and then also about who she. Who she faces at TakeOver Portland. Portland. So. Outside. They they agree to put their differences One more match. One more match. Um, Fight forever. Um, Anyway, they reunite DIY for one more match for old time's sake. Um... And they fucking comes rolling up in there. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, hey, yeah. Hey. And then while everyone's looking, Keith Lee comes out of the shadows. Ha! He cuts a promo about his upcoming match with Roddy Strong for the North American Championship. Um, so then we get it. DIY um, is booked for a match at World's Quad versus Mustache Mountain. And, and we had the uh, Battle Royal for the Women's Number One Contendership. 
And after throwing Io Shirai over the top rope, Bianca Belair wins. I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it, but because I feel like you know Bianca's not gonna win. Right. I feel like they could have put somebody else in like this spot to lose against Rhea early on and maybe build up a good to be honest, lasting feud between Bianca and Dakota or Tegan Knox. <laughs> they could have hurt Tegan Knox. Yeah, wait, well, who was the one who tagged with Rhea last month? Was it was it Tegan or Dakota? Wait, I always I mix them up. I know that's awful. But somebody tagged with Tegan. Yeah. So Dakota Kai. Had Dakota Kai win the Battle Royal and have this match against uh, Ripley. Just because. And save save Bianca. (laughs) The next time Bianca fought for the belt, she should win it. So let let Rhea have a run with it. Have Bianca, Maybe have Bianca the one to take it off of her. Then you're going from a heel back to a baby face. Well, she's not a baby face. She's... No. Ish. Yeah. But she's not as... She's not... She's, she's not, not, she's not, not as dark. I, and I don't mean physically, because some of you like that's wrong. She's not as dark a character, I guess, or, like, rough. She's literally not anti-hero, but she's, like, not quite a healer, quite a baby face. I feel like she's she could easily be a baby face. She's in a weird gray area. Yeah. She's too arrogant to be a baby face. Yeah, you could turn that arrogance into the confidence, so you could spin it. In the right way. Yeah. Bless you, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm definitely happy for her. I think her and uh, Ray will have a great match. I just think that the next time she fought for it, she's on belt, and I don't think she will. Mm. Alright, so last thing of the night, AEW Bash at the Beach, BT dubs. Apparently AEW might be getting sued for using this. I'm, wow. I'm pretty sure Cody found a trademark for it, so I'm not sure that the scene's coming from. They were like, you use Bash at the Beach, and I would be like, you use his dad's name. Literally, this is an insane week. Like, oh, are we really going to be this petty? Come, come, come on, come on. Yes. Oh. You know, if you can give them permission, they're like, we can use your dad's name all we want. We have a trademark. I'd still be like, Jesus. Suck my dad. Come on. He was my father. His semen baby. Suck on my American nightmare. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. Do you think that's what he calls his penis? Oh, that's <laughs> odd. American nightmare. That's really funny. Is, is that odd or is it... Is it's it, unsettling. If I found, if I, no, would you rather him call it Stardust? Is it more odd if... Uh, it makes me feel less scared. Is oh, goldust. Oh. Goldie. Good. <laughs> Come on, Champa. I call it Goldie. <laughs> I take it. Yeah, no shit. Um, so, AW Dynamite started out this week with Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page defeating the best friends, Proud and Powerful, and the Young Bucks in a four way tag team match. So glad to know, I suppose, that that's universal. 
Why don't people do tornado type matches anymore? I don't know. I like the, the so I like how this uh, well I liked the match period but I liked how it ended with Chuck, Chuck Taylor being in the middle of the ring basically and Omega and Paige coming at him both with a V-trigger and a buckshot and hitting him. No, that's I think Omega and Hangman would make a great tag team. I love that them finishing move. I was like, "Holy shit!" It looks mm-hmm. impactful. Like it looks yeah. like it would knock a motherfucker out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they hit Chuck Taylor, I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like, and he was just like, like "I'm big now." Yes. Um, and I'm also kind of curious just because if you keep up with the elite, uh, which I don't know if they're actually still doing the YouTube's. Um, but, uh, that, or just the general storyline of AEW, like, mm-hmm. Omega's had this weird sort of feeling about him for a while now, especially on their YouTube page, and then going over into this, like, where he's kind of like, we're friends, but we've, we've had some disagreements. Yeah, it, it's funny, because they, you could see it, I mean, they sell it in the ring, because... But now Hangman's starting to feel that, and that's where, like, in this mm-hmm. match, where it all became, like, I felt like... Yeah. Maybe it's cementing their bond a little more. Yeah. Like, hey, we've both been frustrated with this group for a minute, or, like... Yeah. And I like I like the moments know. where, like, Omega's like, hey, man, like, I'm feeling like a fist bump or something, like, handshake, and he's just... Um, Paige just turns around and says, whatever, you know, we're not buddies. And also, I like that apparently Hangman Page is a raging alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like his cowboy shirt. We will get to that, Uh-oh. but multiple times when I just shows up, like, with a train. With a drink in the pants. Oh, like, yeah. Hang on. Or cowboy. A couple, couple weeks ago, he was on commentary, and somebody was saying something, and, like, he was over, like, at the end of the table, just, like, staring off, and he's, like, making the space of whatever was being said. It was just, like, and then he looked up, and it's, like, he remembered he was on camera. <laughs> it was just classic. Oops. It was great. Um, so next week, Omega and Paige are going to face SCU. For the tag team belts. Yes. Super um, excited about that. I kind of want Omega and Page two belts off of them. Not gonna lie. So we got Cody coming out to the ring to give his answer uh, to MJF's stipulation to their match. Also, very Miami Vice, shall I say. Oh, what, Bash at the Beach. I mean, just the logo I mean, yeah, itself but... is very 80s. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, he started coming up, and I was like, if he's wearing like a Miami Vice like kind of suit, I'm gonna be so happy. And I was not disappointed. Um, so MJF has three stipulations for uh, Cody to face him again, and Cody agreed to all of them. So he's he, well, wait, he can't lay hands on MJF until before, Revolution, and then he has to face uh. Wardlow and a cage match. And then he has to remember the amount of lashings. Ten. Ten lashings on live TV. With a belt. Oh, that was the last thing I remember. Because I was like, there was something about lashings, but I was wondering if I made that up in my head. He's getting whipped. 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 And I I know it's not a whip, but at the same time, like, you are getting ready to project some very controversial imagery on TV if you're going to go through with this. Yeah. Like, what kind of belt is it? Like, is it just like a... Probably like a dress belt. I'm not like a dress. You know what I mean? 
like a suit, like a belt you'd wear. Like a thing that maybe you shouldn't quite do. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're wanting to push the boundaries. Push the boundaries. Like, maybe it won't be as bad as we think. Maybe we'll be like, yeah. wasn't it? Maybe they'll be in a way. But just hearing the words come out of your mouth, it seems like lashings. Yeah, I think you should do this. Yeah, no, I agree. It's like you can go two ways, and I don't know that you're gonna do a Jesus storyline. Because you're not Jesus. It's not. So is he not? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Is he not wrestling Jesus? I like to think Uh, of him as Jesus in the movie Dustin Rhodes' Barabbas. We should have like a religious wrestling related podcast called Wrestling Jesus. Yes, Wrestling Jesus. First off. Have you seen any of our WWE characters that we create? There's a whole <laughs> yes. Jesus squad and a whole Satan squad. Jesus squad. And, Satan and then we squad. simulate matches between them. That's what we do. And then we watch. Sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, Wait, you just watch them? Well, you can't play them in this last one. It's very hard and it's bad. <laughs> so we just simulate it. And it's even funnier. Because they still have the same glitches. And you're just like, Jesus Christ. And you're not physically <laughs> going through the frustration. Who's like, you guys are just having time Um, so Joey Janela cuts a promo, and it's just like, Penelope, who, and what, Sabian, what? Penelope, yeah. and, and yeah. Kip Sabian, Kip Sabian, yeah. Uh, anyway, he talks up his match that's coming up next week with Ray Phoenix, which, any match with Ray Phoenix, I'm down. So, that'll be fun. Yeah, it's a little disappointing this week. We've got new Lucha Bros. Oh no. Still upset because no, Lucha Bros don't have the tag belts. So here is this hot fucking mess. Brandy Rhodes, the Nightmare Collective, Brandy Rhodes, Mel, and Luther entering for a tag match. Um, Brandy Rhodes and Mel versus Chris Statlander and um, Hikaru Shida. So. Ugh, this Luther guy, every time they show him, I just want to kick him in his face. I don't know what it is. I, You know, you, you guys know him by now. I have these weird aversions to wrestlers for absolutely no reason. Other than based on uh, just seeing their face. I just I get angry. No, it happens to this. And this Luther guy is one of them. So here's my thing with all of this. Is uh, I... It's not bad, but it's not good. But they're not doing well with it. The, no. So, I like Brady Rhodes and Mel together. Now, this match in itself, regardless of all of the other gimmicks outside of it, was okay. It, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but also it was not nearly, like, quite being good. Yeah. It's in a weird middle place. It, I, think, I feel like it belonged on AW Dark. I feel, I <laughs> That's feel, how I feel. <laughs> I feel like Brady Rhodes did very well. Um, not necessarily... Like, her wrestling wasn't bad. It's coming though. along, but it's... This whole... She wasn't the person I was looking at going, this doesn't feel fluid or right. Right. She was selling the story, which I totally get. Mm-hmm. And she did very well at that. I think Mel and everyone else was a little off. Yeah. And that... I like Sheeta. Uh, felt oh, I love she did. That the longer it went, the more it went, the more it kind of came together. Yeah. But you shouldn't have to like get to that point where you're, you know, three fourths through the match and you're like, hey, this is actually starting to get like you guys know what you're doing. 
Um, anyway, Statlander and Sheeta end up coming out on top. Uh, she Statlander hit Mel with a pile driver, which looks good. Um, and then just hit her. Just real quick sidebar, not sidebar. Um, does Mel remind anyone else of a uh, Serena Strange Society? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that because the shaved head, but I was literally like, you know. Yes. Not quite the same, but like Brady Roots is literally like forming like a voodoo cult. Yeah. Whereas like CM Punk was like, here's my strange cult. Like, <laughs> but apparently, a, if you form a stable that's cult like, you must have a bald female. <laughs> <laughs> um. The Luther guy, I really don't understand. I agree with you on that. Yeah, like, I, really I don't. don't understand that. Yeah, he was some like what Japanese hardcore legend or something. I feel like it should be know. if you're gonna do it, it should be Brandy, who can sell your story. She's good at that. Mel, whom I feel like he had just got her working with the girls a little more, wouldn't be bad. Like her mm-hmm. performance wasn't bad, just things and that's the thing with AEW's women's division, it's like it's a step off. Mm-hmm. So it just seems awkward. Mm-hmm. But uh I feel like she'd be really great and then just I know, I know Awesome Kong because there are things going on, but I'm like, it just had to be better. Like, why is this weird bald man here? I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah, I just, I'd, I'd be fine if he totally disappeared and we never talked about him again. Contacts, and you're like, he's like, <laughs> well, and it's the it's the pointing at the head thing all the time. You it's get just that like it's supposed to be like voodoo and magical, but yeah, at the same time, every, Albert wasn't like every fucking time the camera. Mm-hmm is on him. It's like he's looking for the camera to be on him and he's like, Neh. and I'm like, what? You have a third eye. I li- Put an eye on your head. That's fine. Like, if you put the man in front of me right now, my foot would be on his forehead. I would I would kick him I'm in the face. I'm going to murder you He right has now. a kickable face. You have a very capable face. I say you face. And I'm not a wrestler, so I'm not broke kicking or it's straight, like, or Pele kicking or it's going to be straight up like I give me a look up that high. You're getting the full part of this. Taking your <laughs> knees out, getting you down to where I'm at a comfortable level at which I can kick you in your face. Also, also, also. I would like to say though, I really did like Chris Statlander in this as well. I feel like she did really good. I'm not sure about the gimmick. The gimmick thing is a little weird to me, but the actual wrestling was pretty spot on for me. Uh, I was on the fence except for the pile driver band. I was I liked it. I liked the tying the arms up and the I think those two did better as a tag team than Brandy and Mill did. Yes. That I do agree with. Um Which is why I was kinda like, I kinda like it. I kinda like them as a tag team. We're not gonna put a sheet of directly in the top picture. Yeah. Controversial opinion. I actually really do like Rico, but I think Sheeta maybe should have had the title first. She's a little bit more intimidating. Mm-hmm. She made the shit out of Luther with that goddamn kind of stick. She yes. walked down and I was like, yeah. Yes. She's a more <laughs> believable, like, force to be reckoned with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without being super gimmicky. I agree with that. I think the whole thing just soured, like, her and Nyla Rose just kind of. I love Riho. I think Riho is a fantastic wrestler. I just think that that whole thing just kind of... Yeah. I know. I agree. 
Um, so Dark Order, I have a, oh, there's a whole thing with him. Anyway, basically the Dark Order seems there's to be showing a special interest in Kenny Omega and Adam Page, and that was basically the 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 gist of that. Um, there was a, and they've been doing this a lot. I feel like every week when they do split screen with a commercial, there's always Sammy Guevara with his cute cards and it's very love actually. Um, that he call it was calling out. It was a Venice Editions this week. Um, what? What the cards? And he was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, hey, yeah. I forget who it was the week before that. It was really funny. Anyway. Um, yes. oh, uh, shit. Sama Hayek. Yeah. So, anyway, he called she out Moxley. Yes, <laughs> shame. I mean, you've got the platforms. What if one of those re- women responded to him? Oh, my God. Especially Sama Hayek, Rob that cradle, girl. Get it. He's, what, 26? Jesus Christ. I'm 26. Yeah. <laughs> she is not. <laughs> she is older than me, so there's that. How old is Sama Hayek? I'm about to find yeah, out. She's the chick in Dust Till Dawn. She had old python. Um, she turned, she's 53. Oh, shit. Yeah. She turned 53 in September. You go so high. Girl, good. Um, yeah, so there's that. Um, anyway, he called out John Moxley basically for ripping off the inner circle and screwing them out of a car. Um, then basically after that, Moxley just drives the goddamn car into the arena. Yeah. Um, so... John Moxley ends up beating Sammy Guevara by submission. Yeah, got him in a sleeper hold. And then after the match, all of the inner circle comes out, and Jericho takes a spike off of his stud jacket, mm-hmm. big studs, big spikes, and stabs Moxley in the eye with it. Yes. Um... Back after they went to commercial and backstage, after that, uh, Jericho uh, told an interviewer that uh, what happened to Moxley was his own fault. This to himself? And next week they're going to do the same damn thing to Jurassic Express. This is one of those magician things that I want to know how they do. <laughs> like, you could tell Jericho didn't go full force, and this is really hokey, but I actually kind of dig it. Yeah. Like, you know he actually didn't stab him in the eye. Yeah. Like, the motherfucker's not blind in one eye, but at the same time... But suspension of belief. Yeah. Yeah. They sold it. They sold it a lot, actually. (laughs) Like, when they do it and you're like, that didn't happen, but what if it did? Oh, shit. Yeah, like, it's it's the freak out factor. It's the freak out factor. So, this match, I missed. I'll probably go back and watch because I fell asleep. Uh, like I said, it was a long fucking day, and I was tired. But uh, apparently, MJF, the Butcher of the Blade, with Wardlow, Wardlow and, and the Bunny, um, Allie, whatever her face is, um, defeated Dustin Rhodes, QT Marshall, and the one and only DDP. Um, MJF ended up getting the pin on Marshall, because you know he wasn't going to get uh, the pin on DDP. So just gonna say, DDP does a uh, crossbody. I think it was 
up to one of the top ropes on the outside. And I was like, damn. Yeah. Damn, DDP. And that's when the roll-up happened, because literally everyone was focused on that. And they were like, the match is over. And you were like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. I get it's DDP, and we're all very excited he's back for at least a minute. Hey, but at the same time, this in the match, I'd like to focus on that as well, so you can't just, like, cut over and be like, it's over. But then it's also, like, he's almost 64 years old. Oh, Jesus. Let the man teach his yoga. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Um, and then... So, again, with the drunk came Rampage. Uh, SCU's backstage. Jennifer, Jennifer Sturger was trying to do an interview with uh, SCU. Can't you drunk hangman page interrupts? Has the drink written in his hand. And he's like, hey, fellas. <laughs> yeah, Omega's like, Comes in sorry like, about my friend. Hey, let's um, We'll have a gentleman's contest next week. Um, Pac ended up defeating Darby Allen. This was a really good match. I feel like this is the. Not maybe for Darby Allen, but this was one of the best matches. Pox put on his spin in AEW. Huh, yeah. Um, Which Pox I may, I may have to go back and watch this one. Just, like, it was really good. I like uh, Darby Allen's coffin drop. Because it's, like it's like a trust ball. <laughs> like it easily go horribly wrong. Cause you're I trust l- you. And then yeah, you're like literally dropping backwards. Trust me. <laughs> and you're just landing on your back on whatever you land on if you hit your target or you don't. But uh, anyway, Fox is gonna face John Moxley next week to become uh, in a in a match to become number one contender. contender. Yeah, for Jericho um, style. So. <laughs> so oh, Pac ends up telling Tony Schiavone he's already the number one contender because Moxley has been physically incapacitated with his black in his eye. Um, and then Moxley fucking <laughs> rages out of the ambulance with <laughs> a goddamn like it's not even an eye patch it's a piece of, piece of cloth tied around his eye like post-apocalyptic style yeah just, just like, villains. you just have your eye snatched out exactly and he just like bursts out there and he's like fuck you <laughs> yeah he's like guess what I'll see you next week even if I only have the one eye one eye two eyes fuck you <laughs> Was the quote? I don't care if I'm blind. If I've got one eye, no eyes. I don't care if I'm half dead. I'm coming on swinging. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep. Oh, that's amazing. Also, one last bit of news we actually did not talk about is that Taz officially signed with AEW. Oh. So he is all over. And also, dirt cheats going around is that AEW. And their new contract with TNT has signed a two-night deal. So huh. it could possibly be on a show. Oh, shit. Branching out. Um, but yeah, John yeah. Moxley comes out with his eye patch, his makeshift eye patch, and it's like, fuck everybody. We're fighting next week. Which makes me strange to believe that Moxley might win. Or he hasn't lost yet. Like... You haven't listened to the pay-per-view? Like, like, not to the pay-per-view, but, like, his first loss should be a big match, right? Like, no. Yeah. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be. Have a streak. Let someone have a streak. You need a streak. So, that's it. That's all we got. It looks like there was some stuff on SmackDown this week that was interesting, but, uh, 
one thing being Biggie and a match against John Morrison, which apparently John Morrison won. Ugh. Ugh. I like John Morrison. But also, apparently the show started a, an in-ring segment with Kane. And then Kane and the Fiend. I don't know. I didn't read through the whole thing, but... And then Daniel Bryan, also. So, I'll have to go back and watch Holy that. Holy shit. You know who's probably the show with the house show? Kane. Okay. Oh. Kane. I think oh. Texas was supposed to. Guarantee. Saw an article about it. Mm-hmm. Guarantee. I'm fucking excited to do that shit there. Yeah. He was there at actual Raw when we all went together. Yes. And it was amazing. I love that man. Oh, anytime Raw is in. He's not awesome. the nicest person ever. Solid dude. Built like a rock. Literally built And just, rock. yeah, I remember both of us, like, we kind of had our hands on his back when oh. we took a picture. We were like, Jesus Christ. He's like, yeah. fucking rock. You were solid. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, anytime I meet a wrestler and put my arm around them or something, like, it's all I can do just not to. I'm trying to, not to get carried away like I'm groping them sexually. Really? But I just want to feel it. I just want to feel the muscles and shit. Like, how yeah, solid are you? Like, a top, like, hand on the back. Yeah. Like, and also, I'm short, so if my hand is up on my ass, my hands then I can't help it. I'm what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm so short. I can only reach up so high. Yes, and so far around. <laughs> Underneath. <laughs> so, on that note, fanatics, <laughs> as we are grouping and molesting wrestlers, we're going to sign off. Only in our imaginations. As always, please mm. feel free to follow us on all of our social media. You can find us. Find us. You can find Trans. us on Facebook. What is it? What is the Twitter. Facebook. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Tumblr. Search at Three Fans and Pod, all lowercase, all one word. You will see the gold belt. Click it, like it, follow it, love it. And of course, the most important places you can find us are the places where you can hear these lovely, lovely voices of ours. And you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Again, just search Three Fans Pod. Again, all lowercase, all one word. You will see the big gold belt, the microphone side plates. And that's when you're, you're in the right place. Click on it. Like it, follow it, leave us a comment. Let's know if you got something wrong. We do that. We drink quite a lot during this podcast. So let us know. And if you really like what you heard, you can always visit our Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com forward slash three fans in a pod. Again, all lowercase, all one word. And you can see our different reward tiers. Got a lot. I believe you just get to reward tier two. It will give you a gimmick. Hot and fresh and off the presses. Hot and fresh. All you gotta do is go over to our email wherever you're open with our fans. You can email us always at freefansandpod at gmail.com. Any comments, questions, concerns. If you do donate and get that reward tier, we get your wrestling gimmick. Just give us a little email. Just slide in there. If you will. Not the DMs, but the emails. Slide in the Slide emails. in the emails. The emails. The emails. The emails. The emails. And give us a little bit about you. We'll give you a wrestling gimmick. And you could get your own special made shirt. 
Ooh. And other cards. Ooh. Super direct. Can do. All you gotta do is just let us know that you like us. <laughs> Indeed, like us. You like us enough. And that's to give us money. <laughs> money. You, you gotta give us little money. Me. Money yeah. me now. But if you money us now, <laughs> get that. And as always tonight, now. stay classy. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. We out this motherfucker. Woo!